big idea with making me train this early in the morning. The morning is evil. Hello, and welcome to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast, a show that pokes and prods at all things Avatar, one episode at a time. Today's episode is Revelation. My name is Buddy Stark, and I'm known for finally getting my basement clean. Yeah, it was a mess. It looks very nice down here. It does look really nice down I'm here I'm glad now. to hear that. Glad to hear that. I love hanging out down here once he's cleaned. I'm Hannah, and I'm best known for loving oversized sweatshirts. Mm, that is true. I love them. Yes. If I could wear sweatshirts the rest of my life, I'd be really happy. Mm. That's a are. That's actually a pretty easy goal to obtain. No, because I have to go to work. Oh, you mean like literally never stop wearing yeah, them? Yeah. Like okay. The best thing quarantine much has taught me is I love to wear sweatshirts every day. Right now I'm wearing an extra large or an extra, extra large. And it's very comfortable. Mm. Go Noah. Uh, well, my name is Noah and I am best known for uh, having mastered the shadow clone jutsu. What is that? Uh, it's, a, it's a jutsu that I do. Where I cross my my hands like this, mm-hmm. and I make a ton of shadow clones. What is jutsu? What isn't jutsu? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is. Do you know what it is, buddy? No. It's look. If you know, you either know it or you don't. It's a ninja art, and it's it's, it's not my, jujitsu. No, no. <laughs> it's 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 my ninja way. I think it's snipe hunting. <laughs> oh, it's nothing. <laughs> no, it's it's a thing from well, okay. What's it from? I, since you guys aren't going to play in the space with me, it's from Naruto. I can't play because I don't know what you're talking about. I get that, but you just... Probably boop boop. Just, just don't, don't go with it. That's fine. <laughs> Breaking my heart. Cowboy Baby Bop. Remember Cow- Baby Bop from Barney? Oh, yeah. The green one? Yeah. And BJ? Which is like... <laughs> Why did they Why? name him BJ? Why did they do this? Because <laughs> when we were old enough, we were like, oh, his name's BJ. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> I, I was thinking of, uh, oh, what was it called? Baby Bottle Pop? Baby Bottle Pop. Yeah, I was Baby, like, baby Bottle pop. pop. That's how it goes. Something else yeah, about yeah. Baby Bottle Pops. No, it's like you pop it, dip it, and lick it. Something like that. Oh, gross. What about the BJs? Let's go. <laughs> Nobody's right, yeah. There's like the sugar you dip yeah, in. Yeah, you dip it in yeah. and then you lick the thing. But it's still pretty gross. Yeah, it's a weird song. <laughs> Leave it to the Buddy, 90s. your next um, is best known for it. He should say he's known so many commercials. So many hmm. commercials. It's crazy. What are the most famous ones you sing? Probably McDonald's. Uh, McDonald. Oh yeah. Well, there's but rock I, and roll. there's a lot of things that I feel like is common knowledge that you just don't know. Like rock and roll McDonald's is pretty rock common. And I've never McDonald's. heard it. Wow. Rock and roll McDonald's. How do you know that? Uh, one hundred, one hundred percent because of um, uh, that documentary they made us watch in health class. Supersize me. Supersize me. Yeah. <laughs> and and then uh, the other one that I do a lot is uh, Toys R Us Kids. I don't mm. want to grow up. Yeah. I'll be a Toys R Us kid. I do kid. remember that one. Yeah. It's so fresh and so clean. Clean a commercial. Is that yes. a song? Yeah. Oh, no. That's an actual song. <laughs> what, what about Rip, Slip, Brush, Ah? <gasps> oh, that's the worst. Do you remember that one? No, I don't. Okay. So we remember. <laughs> it's for a toothbrush you put on your finger. And so you go, Rip, Slip, 
brush. Ah, that's the whole commercial, and it's the worst. <laughs> if you type rip slip into Google, brush ah, the <laughs> there was another one similar to that. I thought, know what that we would say a lot. Was it about like Kit Kat or something? It was like, well, Kit Kats, give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. <gasps> Break me Give me I a know break Buddy's from favorite commercial. It goes like this. Applesauce. Campbell's <laughs> tomato soup. Possibilities. We were driving down the road one day uh, on the way to the grocery store, and she just yells, Campbell's! <laughs> like, we were not having a conversation about anything. She just yelled it. I was singing the song. And she was like, I'm pretty. Well, and, and she stopped there and couldn't remember the rest of it. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's a song. And I was like, You just yelled the word Campbell's. That's not a song. <laughs> Campbell's! Campbell's! And so now we say that to each other, but that's the song. And it was really good. What's the mm mm good? Oh, that's what it is. Campbell's! Mm mm good. Possibilities. Hmm. I remembered it. <laughs> if it was what? pasta, it'd be pasta. I was afraid for your, oh. your microphone there. I thought, uh, I thought it was funny when I said possibilities. And we can hear you. You guys were too focused on the mic. Yeah, I know. Did you know um, the folks at Baby Bottle Pop take silliness very seriously? What are you talking about? Baby Bottle Pop. Okay. They have it on their website that they take silliness very seriously. You went to their website? I was a little curious, yeah. They still have a website? <laughs> yeah, uh, candymania.com slash category slash baby hyphen bottle hyphen pop backslash. Wow, they hyphened all the words? Yes. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, why all not, right. right? Recap. Who's going first? You. Buddy's going first. Yeah. Who's going second? Noah. Huh. I know, I changed it up. <laughs> this isn't the order. Go for it. But it is. All right, let's see. Let's, let's gonna, hear that ding. Yeah, yeah, don't deafen us, though. Here's hoping. Uh, yeah. That's we open pretty. with uh, Katara training nope, for pro-bending. Nope, we start over. Yeah, yeah, Cora. Her. <laughs> and she's practicing with Bullen and Mako. And she's I like, thought I was going so next. Oh, you're right. I messed it up. Your turn. Where are we at? I spit on my computer. Buddy, you could so just, just go where you were at. And now it's my turn. Uh, <laughs> Cora was training for pro bending, uh, and they learned a little bit about the backstory of Cora, uh, of Bolin. It's your turn, Noah. Oh, now we're going into my turn? And so Bolin's like, we need money, because the guy's like, you need 30000 something to compete in this um, competition. So Bolin goes to uh, do his little circus act with Pabu, and he meets one of the triple threat triad who gives him a job. Uh, and so he goes with him, and meanwhile, Mako got a job at an industrial company using lightning bending. Oh. And he can't find Bolin. So he and Cora spend all their time looking for him, and they see him in the back of a truck being kidnapped. So they run, uh, chasing after it, and they suck at fighting, but they finally get to the, this place with lots of people. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they found out about this rally of uh, Amon's revelation. Um, yes. It's the equalists, and they want to get rid of bending. And so they watch Amon actually get rid of people's bending up on stage. Yeah, and uh, they've managed to rescue Bolin because of, like, steam and stuff. And then they talk to uh, Avatar Aang's son. Wow. Tenzin. 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 And he's like, <laughs> nobody's safe. And that was it. Nice. 
I really yeah. think of all the recaps we've done, that's got to be one of the best. It was pretty solid, except for <laughs> us missing three turns or something. Yeah, we went a whole thing. I pulled through. a buddy, and we it was not. Yeah, and it was not me. No, I pulled a buddy. I did. Well, I mean, you did. You did mess up the protagonist's name. Off the that's map. true, and that yeah. set us off on a bad start. <laughs> but we, I have done that multiple times. That's not the buddy we're talking about here. But fair, doing it multiple fair. times went, doesn't make it not I a went mistake. In the correct order <laughs> is the message that we're we're. Wow. We're left with here. There we go. <laughs> that was rough stuff. Uh, how about we rate this? How about um, we rate this episode? Alternatively, no, I don't have a, an alternative. Uh, I'm three and a half. Point five. Nice. And I'm nice. going with a four. Wow. Ooh. All right. Cool. I think I'm just going to do every episode of 3.5 because I think that's what I've done so far. <laughs> now, now, what was that high shrill? That was me. You, that was you said you, and then I said, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear it again. Uh, can you make that a button? I can try, but I did talk quite a bit before. But Hannah's is nicely, easily cut out there, so that yeah, can be Yeah, but, but it's not as impressive like, as I'm a that girl. Also, right. That kind of just sounds like how Hannah talks. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Um, Cora uses the I'm looking for the bathroom excuse again. This is the third episode and she's already used it twice. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, she did it in A Leaf in the Wind when she was caught trespassing by the janitor. Oh. And she's like, I'm looking uh, for the bathroom. Noah, in the beginning, there's this guy and he's like, here's your money. And then he's like, but you owe me for this and this and this and this. What was his, who is his voice? Because he sounded I don't know. I tried to, I tried to find that. Um, there's a lot of guys in this episode who I That sounded familiar, yeah. Right, right. Right. All right. Right, right, right. Um, General thoughts? S- Steve Blum plays Amon. That sounds familiar. Who is that? Uh, he does a ton of voice acting. Okay, um, then no. You won't, yeah, you wouldn't, I don't think you'd recognize him for anything. Buddy, did you ever watch Toonami? No. Okay. Do you guys know how old <laughs> Well, he was, he was Tom. He was the, the main guy of Toonami that, you know, on Cartoon Network, who, uh, like, did the anime stuff on on Cartoon Network? So, gotcha. Okay, well, there's no reason for that. <laughs> Do you guys know how old Mako and Belin are? Uh, nope. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd I assume would... they're around the same age as Cora. Right, so late teens, I would think. Okay. Yeah, because the way Mako talks about Bolin, it really seems like it's a huge age difference. Well, and sometimes they make Bolin act like he's stupid, and I'm like, is he just like? tender-hearted or is he a lot younger if i had to guess i would i would put mako in his early 20s and then bolin in his late teens like 18 17 18 wow again that's just me not the opposite i would guess that mako's like 18 and bolin's like 16 that's actually what i guessed too okay that was my because i how old cora that's a pretty big age gap between cora and mako otherwise how old is cora oh yeah she's 16 oh right they all look older than they should Right. Yeah, because <laughs> just the way he talks, the way he like walks around, the way he dresses, it just yeah, seems like broody. someone who's not a yeah, not a teenager anymore. Well, and I think that's probably in part because they were orphans and he had to mature fast and sure. grow up quickly. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so but also, he, I mean, just his body, like the way they draw him, doesn't seem to me like seventeen. Does but, Korra seem but like seventeen? But yeah, Korra doesn't seem sixteen. So well, I mean, especially when you compare Korra to like Zuko and Sokka. Right. Yeah, I don't they were a lot smaller. They were a lot skinnier. Yeah. Yep. Um, Which and, like and just smaller in stature. You're right. Right. Like skinnier doesn't matter, but 
Yeah, but also, I mean, just body proportions. You know, like if you looked right. at like drawings of what a baby looks like versus a toddler versus a child versus a teenager versus an adult, I think Mako's body proportions are that of an adult, not necessarily well, a teenager. When you're 18, I think you pretty much look like what you're going to look like. At least I did. Yeah, mostly. I did not. Well, all of us got fatter, but... <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I thought it was interesting... Um, this is going to be kind of a stupid thing to point out, but originally, uh, Lightning Bolt Zolt, when he yeah. fights Amon, he's like only shooting fire blasts, and I was like, this guy's name is Lightning Bolt Zolt. Why is he not using lightning? And but then, then of course he, does. He, he did, but like it's just funny to me that that wasn't his guttural reaction because that's like mm. his name. I think he had to work up to it. Probably. I was, was the fun. statue in the middle of town Zuko? Yes. That's what I assume. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. Just- just making sure. Zuko and Aang, since they built this city together, um, there's a lot of like right. monuments and statues to the both of them. That's right. Cool. So yeah, it is pretty cool. And there um, wasn't there like fire coming out? Yeah, of his out of hand? his hand. Yep. That yeah. Was cool. Yeah, like a torch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, we got some pretty cool names of uh, a couple of other crews. The only one I picked up was the Agni guys. Me too. Which I thought was yeah, I cool. like that one. Yeah, I thought it was awesome, and I like that it was like Avatar related. Related. Like I feel mm. like a lot of this. Um, the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Are they called the three... Triple, triple threats. Threat. The triple threats because they have all kinds of benders in there? That was my that was my understanding. I don't know if mm-hmm. that's... Okay. Real, but And so I figured the Agni Kais are probably just firebenders. Oh, uh, yeah. That'd that be would my make guess. sense. Yeah, but, that would um, make sense. It seems like the triple threats would automatically have, like, an advantage. Because <laughs> yeah, they have all elements covered. Um... <laughs> What do we think about firebenders powering the city? Powering I actually with the with the um with the, like light- the, with the lightning, lightning yeah. yeah I thought that was I think really cool. I thought that was cool. It was really weird to see um bending as like grudge work. Yeah. Because like the whole last show was all about how cool it is and they use it only for fighting basically. And so it's so weird to see them like, You wanna work in our power plant? <laughs> you wanna zap a thing for all for right? eight hours a day? We'll pay <laughs> you some money. It's just so weird. Like, yeah. Well, it actually kind of, um, I, I thought it was kind of an interesting contrast to um, Amon's second-hand man, who was like, you better just going to have to get used to the fact that you're, like, outdated and unnecessary in this world. It's like we're running the city. Right. Like, like, it's, it, that's a good point. It's kind of a weird take when you consider that, like, a lot of the base for their technology is, re- like, revolves around bending. But, I mean, having well, said that, you know, he's got those lightning sticks, so clearly, like, electricity is a thing. That's true. Well, but that's the so that's the question that I have. I like the the fact that their firebenders are all in there zapping those things. At, like, do they have electricity or really? do they have batteries that are charged by firebenders? Oh, like it's not clear to me that they understand like turbines, things like that. Well, so what about his sticks? But well, so what I'm asking is, batteries. did the did the oh. power in his backpack originally come from the power plant, which is then powered by firebenders? Or did the, okay. or do they have? Because we haven't seen right. any other way of making electricity, and maybe they do. I mean, maybe you know, like we have um, things like uh, um, turbines uh, on rivers and things, right? You right. use water to turn the thing, which generates electricity. Right. Um, but so there, you need a. Um, a generator slash motor mm-hmm. to generate the electricity. That's the technology that you need. Right. If if the person is the thing generating electricity and then you're just putting it in the battery, you don't necessarily need the generator or motor. Right. So okay. so it's just it's interesting because we seem to have, we have things like cars and motorcycles that 
as best I can tell, also run on electricity because we're not seeing like tailpipes and things. You right. Know, I'm just so if it's all coming from firebenders, then they're going to have a problem when they eradicate firebenders. Right. Mm. Yeah. It's just a. It just crossed my mind. I don't know. It it kind of mm. makes me think. That's a good thought. This was science with Buddy on the Avatar. Avatar podcast. science. There's gotta yeah. be a better name. I don't know, cause like all the the. There's not. The mechan, you know, the the mechanisms in the building with the steam, like that all seemed. That's true. That does seem more steampunky. Right. Literally. But of course, then then we're not talking about electricity. Now we're talking about things that are pneumatically driven. Yeah, I mean, I knew that. Of course, we are. Of course, the thing that I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um. I like this part. This will have no conversation, but cool. I like when Cor- when that guy said, you can't silence me, and then she slapped his megaphone and down. There are times when her attitude is like key. And then yeah. she said, shut your yapper. Yeah. And I was like, I Like she's I just not going to take the crap. I know. And she did silence him. It was so funny. Yep. But I mean, like, I did feel kind of bad for him because he's well, just exercising his right to protest. Yeah. Well, and there was the other moment when uh, Mako was like, okay, we got to be stealthy about this. And she, like, kicks <laughs> in the door. I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. I was like, okay. And she was going to just, yeah, like, Cora pummel stealthy, through it. Yep. Her but I kind of like it. is extremely annoying. But I her, thought that part was funny. No, no. But her demeanor. Like, her toughness. Her confidence. Yeah. And her yeah. confidence is hilarious. I also situations. like that they're, like... They're showing as a character, like they showed her privilege in yeah. the fact that she's like, I've oh, never yeah. really needed money. People have taken care of me. And they're like, okay, cool, but we were orphans. Right. And then when she was like, were you a criminal? And you could just tell, like, he was like, you have no idea what it's like right. to, like, have to yeah, I really enjoyed- for yourself. Yeah, I like that part a lot, too, because that was, because you don't think of Cora coming from, like, a hut as being privileged. But, like, but she had parents, she and had she parents. never wanted for anything. Right, because she's the Avatar, which is really exactly. cool. And yeah. then she just came to this city and was like, well, I'll just live at the Air Temple. And that right. worked out. People are going to feed me there. Yep. You I know, just, they I didn't thought... solve the problem of the 30,000, what is it, yuans? Well, I mean, the the Bolin was going to be the solution there, because he's getting paid by the triple threats. But was that, that enough? That led us into the, well, I think that was the implication, was that that was... Or it was so, all like, most of Yeah, it. a good chunk, yeah. But I'm just wondering, like, are they going to be able to pro-bend in I the next episode? I guess we'll just have to wait and see, man. <laughs> yeah, the next episode clears it up. Oh, okay, cool. Because there's a, a new thing. Oh. What? Um, nothing. Um, I thought it was kind of funny. Well, first <sighs> off, did you guys notice that on the posters for Amon, he's doing the, like, Heil Hitler pose? No, I didn't see that. So they're clearly, he was going like this. Mm. So I feel like they're clearly making an implication that he's... I actually That's think... That's interesting, um, because... Amon's motivations don't seem Hitlery to me. So there, it's, not, I think it's not actually, nearly like, like the kidnapping Fire people and like making them the way you want them. Doesn't seem Hitlery. Well, so okay, so there's that, but he has found a way to equalize the world without taking any life, right? Like the he he We're takes this close to my high. Yeah, <laughs> he takes this really bad person. And just takes away his bending. Yeah. And he's doing his rationale is that like, look, these people are using this bending ability that they have to oppress lots of other people. And the reason that this guy is so powerful is because of his bending. So you don't think they're trying to make him out to be a bad guy? I think they are trying to make him out to be are. a bad guy for sure. Yeah. But I'm saying comparing like getting the the Fire Lord comparing the Fire Lord to Hitler. Yeah. Is a really clear comparison. I'm to just me. saying he was making comparing? that pose on the sure. poster. The propaganda, the fact that they're like. I'm not past- saying he's 
terrific. I'm just saying that if, probably someone like Stalin is more appropriate. If I may for interject, Stalin yeah, is yeah. who they were basing him off of. There cool. are several There are several posters. Did Stalin do this pose as there are, well? There are I'm not disagreeing. With I can show you're... you if you would like because I did the research. No, that's cool. Um, where he's lifting because that's not like a high. That's not a high old pose that Amon's doing. He's doing like a hand reached out. Um, Which is the same thing. It's not because one has the, your your fingers it's lined up close. Thing. It's not. His fingers are spread apart. They're at a different angle. I'm listeners, telling you. Listeners, listen to me, the voice of reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. His elbows bent and everything in the poster. Show it to me. So if his hand was rotated okay. another, but like, I mean, still, forty-five like, degrees. I I think we're being like really nuanced here. Well, like, that's they, not the poster I saw. I think it's the same image that was on the poster. No, Who's I don't. This? Yeah. So, yeah, his hand's like this. It's not like this, okay? But, like, the propaganda, it looks so much like an SS poster. Hmm. I mean, if you I'm look just, at, I'm okay. just saying, like, I'm not saying he's the same as Hitler. I just thought it was interesting how they're using propaganda that looked a lot like what Hitler used. I definitely get Russia. Okay, that's fine. I'll take a dictator if I, it's not the specific one. Well, I guess that's true. That does look right. And I'm not disagreeing with you. All I'm saying is they straight up were like they based the propaganda posters off of Stalinist that's Russia. Cool. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Yeah. So I, I wasn't trying that. to be a jerk. I was just saying that's no, no, the no. actual. I'm glad that we had this discussion. I think that my notice the aspects is still of cool. Hitler, the aspects yeah. of Hitler that you're talking about are definitely there. I not don't like care if politics. it's Hitler. I think that they're setting it up setting him up with the propaganda and the followers sure. to be like a specific kind of leader. Well, and yeah. I so thought that was interesting. During this time, right, because this is supposed to be the Industrial Revolution. This is the, like the early uh, 1900s, right? Which well, is this isn't the world. same timeline as but our world. Right, but they take comparison. all... Right, and so this is around the time where, you know, Lenin was, um, uh, you know, being Lenin. And like... I the, obviously don't know anything about The history. Red Scare. I mean, I'm... All a, right. I'm okay. I I can tell. Boring. <laughs> Boring. No, I'm with you. I think that this like they're going for pro-communism right. because cool. that's his whole message. Right. Is and equality. communism is equality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You've swayed me. I think you're right. I'm still right. Um. <laughs> what do we think about the uh, chi blocking? Is cool. that is that highs? It. Are we are we going to be getting the highs and lows? If we talk about that. No. Oh uh, no, that's not in mine. Okay. Um, it's great. I thought it was interesting because cool. it's, you know, we've, this is a technique that Ty Lee had and I, we didn't see anyone else use it in the first show. Um, well, we saw Aang use it. He didn't do, like. Aang did Amon's thing, not the. Right. So I'm talking about punch. the little. That's not chi blocking? No, because the chi blocking um, was what happened to Korra and Mako. I thought they, they were, were the same thing. I just thought Amon was doing like an advanced version of it. <sighs> Well, it's so what, the, what they're doing, okay. what they're doing is more on the physical aspect, like literally blocking their chi, whereas, um, like by hitting certain parts of the body. Whereas what Amon's doing is spirit related. What did Aang do? Some whatever he, he the did the spirit related thing. Right. Okay. So Aang did it, and then Tenzin was like, "Only the Avatar is supposed to be able to do that." Right. right. Okay. Well, and so he even did. He has. Um, Lightning Bolt Zolt in the exact same position as Ozai was. Right. Do Aang... we ever get to see Amon's face? Yes. Is it actually gone? No. <gasps> a uh, liar. It kind of is. What? He oh, has his. Oh, he has his face. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, he's got his it. face. Never mind. 
<laughs> I thought the chi blocking was fine. Like, Ty Lee did it, so obviously it's possible. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's cool. I just, I'm, I'm interested in how that became passed down to people. Because, like, Ty Lee's, like, the only... Well, I'm sure Amon taught them. Well, not just that, but like, okay, so Tylee's the only person that we see doing it, but presumably she didn't invent it. Right, I she feel like she it. had to have learned that somewhere. She could have learned it in the circus. So she we might not. Yeah, we might not see sure. the other people in the world that's doing it, but I suspect that it's a practice that is it, done by. And so I guess all I'm saying is, if it was a practice, I wish we would have seen it more in the old show. Sure. Um, yeah. It was probably something that was like looked down upon. I'm sure the Fire Lord wouldn't have wanted people to be using that often. Do you think that there's like different? Uh, what's the plural of chi? Is it chi? Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> Are there different chi you block for different kinds of bending? Like for core, would you have to block like different it didn't, uh, parts? It didn't appear so. Okay, because they just took they, her bending away in one arm, right? Right, and so I think she it took it from her like in general. Like I think, because I don't think she could do any sort of bending after it. After a while, so like initially they just hit the right arm, and her right arm went all floppy, but she was still bending from the left. Right. Oh. And then and then like they hit around the other parts of her body, and then which she is what Tylee did to Katara as well. Right. In the exact That's same cool. way. Yeah. Cool, yep. cool, cool. So I I think it was really cool, and I think it's a good way to balance because I mean you're looking at a, an army of non-benders against benders, like. Right. It's gonna get pretty uneven pretty fast, but. Yep. Um, that's a good way to keep it keep it steady buddy any any other general thoughts uh let's see um well that's gonna go into my low so no let's oh you know what there's one other thing i had uh it reminded me and maybe i'm just crazy but it reminded when naga was chasing pabu like basically it seemed like it was trying to eat pabu mm-hmm. um yeah. it reminded me a lot of appa and momo me too yeah. i thought the same thing was i was the, like there's a big animal and a little animal i think i that love was, pabu well and it's funny because they're also both played by uh dd bradley baker. or baker or whatever his name is the guy that plays both Appa and Momo. It's Baker, and I thought it was a woman, so that's it's, new. It's to not. Me. It's a dude. I believe you. <laughs> um, <okay. gasps> Yay! Our first emails of the Cora, but it's probably not about Cora, right? Uh, yeah, not really. I mean, it's a pretty general one. Uh, it's from uh, Jell De Jong. Hey, that's... as as always. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> It starts with, my name is Jell, and then in uh, parentheses, it says, please don't pronounce it as Jelly. So How do you pronounce they, Jell? They have, I mean, how do you spell Jell? They have heard me before and know what they're getting into. Uh, Jell is, pronou- is spelled J-E-L-L-E. Thank you for telling us. Yeah, Jell. we're terrible. We were I would have said Jell. Jell is a beautiful name. Uh, they're from the Netherlands. Cool. Nice. Yeah. They're wondering what our thoughts are about the live-action Netflix series coming up. Uh also wanted to know... Oh, well, let's go ahead and get into that before I go on. Um, yes. I'm super pumped. I also, could not be more pumped. Like Chandler. I am hesitant. I am excited. <laughs> I am reserving my feelings until more information is released. Like uh, Noah on his wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Thank you. <laughs> we made him mad. And by we, <laughs> I mean me. She's dancing over here, Noah. She's no, I'm not. Proud of that. I'm sad and contrite. <laughs> Keep um, going. Keep going, Noah. Thoughts, uh, Noah's still talking. No, he was not. <laughs> That's true. He got mad at me. 
on so uh, funny. the upcoming series is generally excitement. I'm pretty, I have good faith in Netflix. I think they've done a lot of good stuff. Like Iron Fist? Yeah, I mean, they have created some flops, but overall, like I think they're making some good shows. Iron Fist was the worst. Um, But Daredevil was really cool. Daredevil at times Jones was, really was really cool. cool. Jessica Jones was okay. Umbrella Academy was really cool. Stranger Things was really cool. Stranger Things is oh, great. Here, if they come out with a live-action Avatar The Last Airbender that is on the quality of Jessica Jones, I will be happy. That would be awesome. Like, that's all I need. All they have to I just do is be better than the be, movie. Right. I just need it to not be a complete disaster, and, and I'm going to love it. And haven't listened yet, we did a review, kind of, of the movie. Yeah. That, you should go listen. Yeah. Oh, that's true by now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I'm very excited. I think that they're going to do a great job. I think once you've heard all the criticisms from the movie, you know, like, and a TV show, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like, they're going to have time for everything. It's going to be so cool. Also, have you thought about doing a podcast about The Office since you, buddy, and Hannah haven't seen the show, and the show is, in Jell's opinion, the most comical show they've ever watched? Aw, I like knowing that, Jell. Um, I don't know, because I think comedies are actually a little hard to do podcasts on because like an episode by episode podcast yes yeah because it doesn't and here's the thing i know that in the office the characters have like crazy growth i know that they do because i know their general story but i think episode to episode like there's not a lot that you can discuss besides, besides like what jokes, jokes you like. yeah actually but, i did a quick gel if you would love to respond i would love to hear how you would think each episode would go or if like what you think the merits are Go ahead, Noah. I haven't seen a ton of Office podcasts, um, it, which says something because, like Hannah's, like I think it actually points to what Hannah's point is all quite well. Uh, because it's not an easy thing to do. The but, only one that's out there that I know yes. of is the one with Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, yes. and we can't really compete with that because that they were on there. the show. <laughs> right, yeah. And so, I mean, it's a great podcast. It's really interesting. They're but fascinating Jill, people. If you sent us another email, I might be inclined to watch the show. Just for you. So, hit us up. Especially, um, I don't know. I, I think uh, if you told us to do a Drake and Josh podcast, for example. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would definitely go over. Jill, do you like Parks and Recreation? Please let us know. That's more Hannah and Buddy's group. That is my favorite show, maybe, of all time. Like, what do you think, Buddy? Quite possibly. And so, I want to know if you like that show. It's funny to me, the the divide between those types of fans. Did I interrupt, buddy? No. Go ahead, Noah. Did I interrupt you, buddy? Yes. Well, it's but it's not uncommon. I mean, if you watch me, like, anytime I try and talk, it's it's five openings of my mouth before I One get One of us talk first. Yep. In all fairness, I feel like I'm talking the instant I, I hear someone stop talking. I think there's so there's a bit of a delay, too, so you're probably waiting a little bit, right? Or did you just Could have be. something to say? Anyways, That's because he's courteous. <laughs> but, buddy, you better get in there. I don't feel bad for you. Also, also, I have never watched The Legend of Korra and always wanted to watch it. Now they have a good excuse to follow it alongside of us. Yay! Send us more emails about your thoughts. Also, 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 wow. Noah is an absolute legend. <gasps> so. Noah, then they you finish, have a fan mail. They have a finish uh, with thanks for the podcast. I that can't decide really if that's sweet. real or if Buddy added that to make me feel. No, better it, no, it, genu- it seems like <laughs> that's a genuine. Not that nice, he doesn't care what you think. That's right. <laughs> uh, they don't know how to spell your name though. They spelled it N O A, and then within an apostrophe, like within a parentheses, they put an H just to kind of cover. N O A is a way to spell the name yep. Noah. If, so I've only seen H. that for um, N-O-A-H. for female Noahs. I've never seen yeah. a Noah spelled without an H. Um, that's a male, but 
that's cool. Right on. That's cool. But no, Osiris is a woman and she has an H, so you just never know. No, for sure. Um, and Jill, do you think I am a legend? No. Oh. <laughs> Thanks so much for the email, Jill. Yes, really thank you so much. You rename, made my week. Maybe we should rename our podcast uh, The Legend of Noah. The Legend of Noah. <laughs> Spelled N-O-W-A. Sounds good. Noah. W- Noah. Noah. I think if we were going to do that, we should call it The Legend of No-No. Naughty no-no. Naughty no-no. Um, <laughs> let me ask you guys this. What do you think about Mako being able to generate lightning? Thought it was fine. More than Mako, I wondered about like the lines and lines of people in the power plant generating lightning. Why right. is that crazy? Because well, in the original, it was a high-level skill. Yeah, but like clearly like bending was a high-level skill in the original, and now it's like done for grunt work. Like They've evolved. Yeah, it just it seems like okay. So how what per, let's go with it this way? What percentage of firebenders can can lightning bend? Well, if it's a high we only follow the story of I one. I'm family. just saying if, if but yeah, but they specifically said like it was a thing that only top firebenders could do. Which is Maybe crazy it that was Azula something that they only that let top firebenders do, and so once Azula was gone, people all over lightning bend. I don't think. That was not the that was not the implication that I got in the last show. It wasn't like we're stifling this. If we catch you lightning bending, uh, we're gonna you know put I'm you just in jail. Saying, or whatever. I think it's possible. Lots of people can do it. I uh, know the the one thing that bugs me about this show that n- never seems to bug you is that they it's a lot of convenience. It's what's convenient at the moment. So in the last show, there were like three lightning benders on the planet. I think I'll try not to let it bother me because. Every show. show is like that. They yeah, always I mean, change fair, things. I'm just saying, like, Noah's bringing up a genuine, like, point here, and I don't think it's fair to write it off. Like, uh, it's, it, it was this or whatever. I just don't know what good it does to be like, they should not have done that. Okay. So it's just a difference of, I guess, watching. I just, like, I don't know. It, it just, it feels like, and I'll accept that maybe, um, you know, the further down the line of humanity, like, bending gets stronger like i don't i don't know or or maybe like they just discover new ways to teach it and so like it just becomes easier for people to do it i mean because there's like an entire group of metal benders now when do they say like lightning is like really hard i think it's in one of um it's when i think it's zuko's conversation yeah zuko's conversations with iroh okay not hard work what's it called bitter work bitter work hard work (laughs) classic um they're only like Five of them. Five of what? Lightning benders in that factory. Right, but okay, so if it's super rare, right, if it's still super rare and you have, you know, a line of these people doing firebending, what are these people getting paid? Because it seems like if it is a high-level skill, you should have to pay them a good amount of money. Well, Mako did say it's a pretty good... Yeah, he said it's a pretty good job. It's true. He did say it's quite a bit of money. But I yeah. see what you're saying. In the first series, it seemed like it was really cool. Well, and factory jobs are not the kind of jobs that um, high level usually people pay have well in yeah. our world. Which I guess we can't. It's you know, it's not you know apples to apples um, comparison, <laughs> but uh, it's more like apples to benders. Nope. Yep, that was a Highs- dud. Can you cut that one out? Highs and lows. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready.
Um, I can go first. All right. So, oh, I had two lows. Um, <laughs> um, tell me which one you don't want to do, and I'll do that, because I wasn't really sure. Okay, I'll tell you the one I don't want them to do. <laughs> so, Aman was like, I'm going to take away these people's bending for good. And then Cora was like, he took it away for good. But it's like, you only saw like five minutes. Right. Like, how do you know <laughs> I wondered that too, yeah. yeah. Like, I guess we're supposed to believe it because they're telling us, but... You don't have any proof of that. Right. He could wake up tomorrow. You already saw chi blocking. Exactly. Which you know is temporary. So I understand for like the course of the show, like they're not going to bring us back and be like, we waited 24 <laughs> hours. Right. It's been three months now and he still can't do it. <laughs> right. But just seeing it happen, like they've seen yeah. chi blocking. It's so. not really logical. I agree. I thought that too. So what yeah. was your other one then? My other low was that, like, I think they just made earthbending too strong because when Bolin was standing there, I was like, encapsulate him right. or drop the floor out from under him yeah. or drop a boulder on him like there's a thousand things you could do to stop him mm-hmm. like earthbending like i guess i get firebending you could miss like i still think that's crazy so, that you can just like dodge it but yeah, whatever yeah but earthbending like just suck him down the best like, way that I, and i totally 100 percent agree with you the best way i can rationalize it in my head I just punched my mic, so I'm sorry if you heard that. Um, oh, we did. Oh, we did. oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. It's just not very loud on my end. Um, <laughs> the only way I can rationalize it um, is that it's kind of like how you have like a boxer versus, say, uh, you know, someone who does uh, martial arts. Like a boxer is not going to be quite as good at, you know, just like. A street brawl. They're going to be good at taking somebody on one-on-one and just, like, fisticuffs. Um, Bolin, his entire, like, earthbending experience at this point is pro-bending. Not entire, but, like, what his focus is is uh, uh, pro-bending, which is throwing discs at people. So, like, that that shows the way he's fighting this guy, because he's just, like, throwing chunks of earth at him, you know? Did he even fight Amon? Did we even see him, like, Uh, No, he fought the second hand, the right-hand man. Okay. At the end. Yeah, and oh, I know, that's no, what I thought you were talking about. Were you talking? No, about- that's fine. I know everyone's not tough, but it just seems like earthbending. Like, there's so much you could do because they have to stand on the ground. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so and, anyway, and that it, was my love. It becomes pretty clear later on that Bolin is quite a strong bender. Um, cool. So it, 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 no, I, I do agree because I remember watching him fighting the uh, the second in command guy and being like, "Dude, just like grab his legs with earth." Right. There's like oh, so what, much right. he can do. What are you doing? So I just think they made earthbending too strong. Buddy, low? Uh, Milo is very heavily related to what you just said. Um, Cora, Mako, and Bolin suck <laughs> so hard in this episode. Yeah. Um, at first, it's Mako and Cora who are fighting two, Grunts. admittedly, martial arty chi blockers. But Cora is already supposed to be a master of earthbending. And, okay, so during the chase... When Naga's running after these motorcycles, Korra earthbends and basically builds this guy a ramp to ramp his motorcycle off of. And I just want to be like, literally build a wall in front of the car. And like, what's going to happen? It's going to crash into the wall. It's the same kind of thing. Right. Or when she's fighting them, like, elevate yourself. Right. Like, there's so much you could do that's like... So simple. Yeah. Like it's so... Like earthbending is so But it's the problem they do with like superhero powers and everything. Like if you make it too powerful, then like there's no conflict. Right. But, but it's just an obvious solution. Make a wall in front of the car, and like you're done. Or the suck it in a over. hole. Like there you go. Yeah. Suck it in mud. Not, like there's so yep. much you could do. Um, and then again, when they're fighting the right hand guy at the end, it was yeah. the same kind of thing. That it's like 
okay, I get that he's supposed to be this fierce thing, but you three, especially Cora, who yeah. they're making out to be this incredibly naturally talented person, is losing to like the grunts. And I guarantee yeah. five episodes from now, she's going to like be running through 12 of them and just like pushing them aside. Right. Like I it's know. nothing. It's not going to be consistent at all. It's true. Noah, you're low. Uh, my low was the moment after um, Amon took that person's bending, and then Cora was like, he took it permanently. Because um, <laughs> that was silly. <laughs> oh no, cut that out. I snorted. <laughs> um, because, like, I feel ya. That she was had just, she just gotten her bending blocked by chi blocking. And so, like, we, they haven't waited long enough for us to know if it's really gone permanently. Like, that you know seems what, Noah? silly. That's just brilliant. Thank and you. And I agree with you. Great minds think alike. Exactly alike. <laughs> <laughs> they have the exact same thoughts and verbalize them the exact same way. <laughs> okay. So Are we ready low. for highs? Yes. Okay. My high was that I thought the Amon scene, they did a good job of making it feel ominous and threatening. Ominous. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> They also did a good job, kind of buddy alluded to it before, but I really felt, I was like, yeah, like if these people could bend and they could terrorize me, like that's not fair. And I know that they took something from that person that was like part of themselves, but all they did was make them a normal person. Right. They didn't take their life. Right. They didn't take their riches. And I I still understand like taking something from you that you've had your whole life would feel like they're taking a part of you. I get that. Right. Like, imagine but, if you couldn't sing. Like, they took your right. ability to sing. I do understand. So, like, I understand that person's going to mourn. But at the same time, the person watching them is like, okay, so you're just like me. Like, is that so insulting? Like, that you're just, sorry, a regular person? Could you avoid so punching thought, your mic, please? <laughs> <laughs> that was my high. That they, like, made it scary, but also made me think, like, maybe he's not wrong. Which is really interesting that they were able to do that in, like, a 10-minute scene with the villain. Right. Interesting. Buddy? My high is uh, what you just said. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's Amon's speech. Like, I I much prefer shows where I can watch the villain and think, like, I get where you're get coming that. from. Yeah. Like, uh, I may not necessarily agree with, you know, the choices that you're making. And Do you agree with or get where Thanos is coming. Right. Oh, yeah. Thanos is yeah. a great villain because you can be like, well, I, I get I it. I get it. Like, I yeah. get where you're coming but from. But why doesn't uh, he just it's... create more resources with the Infinity Because Gauntlet? then you, you'll you have people who repopulate and you'll have the same problem in like a hundred years. Well, good news. Well, You've got the Infinity Gauntlet. You can like well, do anything. But it, but it like, didn't not, it destroy him? To not only that, but like you already, okay, so if you just add more resources, Jeff Bezos. Right. Yeah, it's like true. it doesn't. None of those resources go to me. He owns Amazon, and he's on his way to become the first trillionaire. Uh, the rich get richer. The rich get richer. The poor get poorer. It's true. You add more resources, people still suck. Yep. So. Right. Okay. I'm so. I mean, I get what you're saying. No, like you kill half the people, you still have the same problem where there's, you know. Right. I mean, that's a temporary fix because people and are going to repopulate. They're going to repopulate to you. Right. I know. Yeah. It's not perfect, but I understand what. But I guess you're also not. Right. I guess you're also not saying he was right. You're saying that you understand it. Right. Yeah. You get his yeah. rationale. Well, <laughs> and also I'm like. I'm not gonna kill fifty percent of the people. Like from a um, from a feasibility <laughs> standpoint, like it's very simple for me to understand the concept of getting rid of half of living things. It's really difficult for me to understand how you double the resources of a planet 
without without crushing it. Well, and like yeah, without making it a bigger planet. I, I mean, guess, why can't you make it a or, bigger planet? We're talking about like the manipulation of yeah, but you have to think through space. every physical like, right. reality. Which, since we're on this, it always it never made sense to me that the reality stone wasn't just all the stones. Wasn't just like oh, it. What do you mean? Because <laughs> because it if, controls everything. Yeah, if the, the reality, the whole thing with the reality stone is that you can change reality, and so if that's your power, <laughs> isn't that just all the stones? I think that at the end, at the end, they had trouble coming up with like, what should our sixth stone I've, be? I have always felt that way. They're like, I, and he, even in the movie, he's like, reality can be whatever I want it to be. When you're he just like, has okay, the one stone, well, and you're like, okay, well then, then use make it reality so you, to kill half of the people. Right. <laughs> or is, which one is change reality, reality so that stone? you only need one stone? It's the no, stone you have. Too. It's the red one. It's the red mist. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You know, you know the good one from, Noah, from the good hide? movie. Uh, the same thing. Oh, look at us. Yeah, I mean, I I was gonna be when I heard you guys both say, it, I was like, all right, well, I'll just come up with something different. But that's it's what it no, is. No, it's cool. Like, for yep. for one, it was just awesome seeing Amon in a longer setting. Yeah. Because we only seen scary. him in like a single scene last in the first episode, I think it was. Yep. Yep. Um, and in this one, he is, like Hannah said, he's ominous. He is terrifying. Yeah, he, he is. is serious and driven. Um, but he also he it's the worst kind of villain because he one hundred percent thinks he's doing the right thing. Um, and if I were a regular a person, I would probably also agree that right. he's doing the right thing. Because yeah, the idea that like a bender can just terrorize you—that is crazy. Mm-hmm. I get it. Well, and someone with conviction is a lot harder to appease than somebody that's just greedy. Because well, you can bribe like, someone that's greedy. Someone that's convicted to do the what they think is the right thing. Is right. They're impossible to... You, you can't compromise with them. And what he said about like how bending has started every war. Right. And I was like, I wonder if there's something else that like in our world we could equate that to. Weapons, people, I guess? I don't know. No, people will make the claim that religion. Oh. oh well, right. Oh, no. Like, I don't know how accurate it is. Because you think about World War II and like arguably... Like yeah, religion kind of plays. But like, a part what there. is religion there? I mean, exactly ideology. Yeah, ideology. Where you refuse to let it be changed. Right. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Or good points. Or weapons. <laughs> <laughs> weapons are the tools. I have to be. Guns don't kill people. Vendors. People kill Vendors people. Vendors kill people. Yeah. Whatever. I know not with what weapons World War Three will be fought. But well, World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. And batters. what is that? That's Albert That's Einstein. It, right, Einstein. I don't understand. The idea because is the technology that. Oh, I beat you there. In in World War Two, we invented the atomic bomb. World War Three will presumably have something more powerful. It'll just kill humanity, and then you have to wait th- for things to evolve. World mm. War Four will be cavemen again. Do you think Albert Einstein would be happy to see where we are? Uh, yes and no. Oh, uh, what a question! Be a good what an what an Avatar question. <laughs> speaking, he, he was a big chakras, so. but like we haven't wiped each other out yet and we didn't use the atom bomb again since that one time well two times yep all right okay anyone want to change their rating no four wait you gave it a four that's like pretty high yeah like, i i thought the amon scene really brought it up and the rest okay. of it wasn't that bad either i mean like cool. the scenes i wish we saw more of tenzin and more of his family because sure. i love them well yep. and they'll play a pretty big part in uh I think season, season two. I actually think season three, because season two they're in mm. the, a lot of the water tribes, and so I think mm. in season three is is where the Airbenders are like super crucial. So all right, 
So, uh, if you have anything to let us know, anything you want to push our way, feel free to get in contact with us on Twitter at Stark Friends or Facebook at Stark Friends and email us and we'll discuss your thoughts here on the podcast. We would love to. Uh, StarkFriendsPodcasts at gmail.com. Uh, that's what, thank you're, you, Jill. what you're going for. Yeah, thank you so much for the email. It uh, really made my whole week. Definitely make sure to check out our other podcast, um, Stories. Oh, yeah. That air, that'll air next. I mean, it's been airing right at this point, but uh, it's, on the, it's yeah. on the other week. So when you're not getting Avatar Weekly, Stories will be coming out. Um, so. Yes. Uh, sorry, I'm looking up the next episode title because I didn't do that ahead of time. I got to go. Uh, so it's it's a uh, voice stalling. in the night, I think. A voice in the night, says Noah. Or the, uh, he's, maybe the voice in the night. Who knows? Yeah, it's it's the voice. So join us next or two weeks from now for the voice in the night. And as Noah mentions, if you can't wait two weeks to hear us again, just hop on to stories. <laughs> like get a life. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, it's a joke. And uh, remember, folks, be careful where you take your cabbages. Oh, my cabbages. She did. Okay, cool. And I'm leaving that in there because she had to leave. Now everyone knows she's being. <laughs> Is that the close-up? That's the sign-off. I don't like it.